Good morning. It's about 11 a.m. in Vernon, British Columbia. About zero degrees outside. Not too bad. Getting close to the end of February and uh, won't be long before we'll be looking at green grass again. <clears throat> That's a welcome deal, I'll tell you. Sure is. Well, you know, I've been spending uh, some time, <clears throat> in fact, yesterday and today, watching uh, golf tournaments, especially uh, on uh, Golf Pro on TV. And right now they're playing in Los Angeles. The other day they were playing in, uh, I forget where it was. but <laughs> What I'm getting at is... When we're sitting here in the wintertime, usually there's some snow around. And, you know, it's pretty chilly. And I'm watching this big screen with the green and green and more green. And I'm looking at it and I'm just wondering to myself, how much do the people that are there appreciate where they are? You know, I imagine, I imagine they do, but, you know, it, it, I can watch that, that game all day because it's a moving thing and it's, you're visualizing the whole thing. Not a bad, it, it kills a lot of time, I'll tell you. But what I'm getting at is how beautiful the, the countryside there is and the golf courses are. I mean, you couldn't get greener grass. You couldn't get more manicured lawns. You couldn't get more big, beautiful buildings. And when I watch the amount of people, thousands, th many, many, many thousands, watching each one play. Now, they're a couple hundred feet away. I can't see. I don't, I don't know if they can even see who's, who's playing. But they seem to because they cheer and they let go and they cheer again. And they must have to pay to go there. Mind you, somebody must pay something because, you know, these purses are uh, Ludwig Hovland. And he won the uh, FedEx Cup here just a couple weeks ago. 18 million. Uh, Nick Taylor. The other day, one, uh, uh, I forget the, oh yeah, the uh, Phoenix Open, 8.8 million. That, all those dollars have to come from somewhere. And there has to be a lot more than that to be able to pay people off. And besides that, they don't just pay the first guy. They pay down to about 30, at least, I believe. Because it all costs them money to play and travel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I missed my calling. I should have been a golf player. I should have played golf. Darn right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I played a little golf, but I didn't, didn't take it serious or nothing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, never even thought of it. But anyway, when I look at those green, beautiful golf courses, I'm, I'm wondering how much people 
uh, are swayed by that. And looking at it and say, oh, isn't that beautiful? Ah, da, 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 da. Well, it is. <clears throat> but you know, there's a danger. <laughs> there's a danger in uh, people idolizing the world or whatever and saying, oh, all this is wonderful here and wonderful there. Some places are pretty wonderful. Now, a lot of places are not. You know, God said, don't be enamored by this world. You're just traveling through. And uh, don't, you know, don't love the world. You can be in the world, but you're not supposed to be of the world. And uh, that's a tricky thing to understand, but I kind of think I understand it because uh, God is a jealous God, I guess. That's why. Nothing I can do about that, or you can do about that. And uh, everything is his. Everything. To get that straight in your mind takes a little, takes a little dancing around, I'll tell you. You are, you belong to him. The cattle on the thousand hills belongs to him. Everything belongs to him. That's a, that's a, for a, for a human being, that's a hard pill to swallow because it, it means that you don't own anything. Not really. <clears throat> You're here by the grace of God. That's it. I don't own this body. People, I mean, say that. Women say that. It's my body and I can do what I like with it. Not true. It's no more your body than a tree is. And... Uh, You know, it's a tough, it's a tough deal to try to understand what uh, what a person has to do to get through this life and possibly into the next. And it's going to be, you know, pretty slim deal because there's certain things you got to do, or there's not going to happen. And one of the main things you have to do is get to the point where you believe what Jesus said and you believe what God said. Totally. No reservations, no doubts, no nothing. Just absolutely it's, you believe every, every word. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one thing. The other thing, I was thinking about it the other day. I was watching some programs on TV and how important that baptism actually is. I don't think it's a salvation thing necessarily, but in every instant when Jesus said, here's what you do, you believe and be baptized. Because if you're baptized, God looks at as that as you dying. 
And when you come out of that, you're a new person. And if you're dying, that means everything that you ever did in your life up to that point has been buried, no longer visible to God. Now, you know, I, got, I think I got baptized when I was about 80, oh, I don't know, 83, 84 or something like that. And I thought about it. You know, after 84 years, I've piled up a lot of things I most likely shouldn't have done. <laughs> and let's get baptized, I said. And I, uh, well, I think I've mentioned this before, but, you know, I sat there and I thought about it and I thought, how am I going to get baptized? And then I actually, I asked God to supply this guy to do it. He was a fairly young guy. He was the son of a, a per person that I sold a house to in Desert Cove, who was a house painter, and he painted like 120 houses there for me. And his son, you know, now he's a you know contractor, full contractor actually, and he's about 35, I guess, or something like that maybe even 40 for all I know. <clears throat> but anyway, he sort of preaches a little bit at uh, the Seventh-day Adventist church in this one little valley. But he doesn't, he's not a preacher. He just, he's more, more or less a speaker. But he's right into it. So anyway, I, I asked God, I said, would you have him call me and agree to baptize me in the pool here at Desert Cove. <laughs> you know, I, I designed and built that rec center with a pool in it, and that would be a good thing to use. So I just waited and kind of, you know, thought about it, but kind of forgot about it. But I think maybe about two weeks went by, or maybe a little more, and I got a call one night at about 7 o'clock at night. And the guy calls and he says, Hi, Harold, how are you doing? I said, Fine. Yeah, he said, It's Paul here. Oh, I said, How are you doing, Paul? Well, he said, Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing fine. I said, Do you know why you called me? No, he said, I really don't know. He said, I just felt I had to call you. So I said, Well, you know what? I would like to get baptized, and I want you to do it. And uh, I'd like you to do it some Saturday morning, about 8 a.m. And uh, I'd meet you here at the rec center, and we'll go in and use the pool and whatever. And I said, uh, give you a day or two to think about it, and, you know, let me know. About two days later, he phones back, and he says, okay, he says, I'll do it. And... Uh, is this Saturday okay? I said, yeah, fine. So he came out, baptized me on Saturday, went back in the office and talked and visited for quite a while. His wife and his uh, daughter, small daughter, was there. Anyway, that's what happened there. And uh, I, right to this day, I'm glad I got baptized because, you know, I had I. <laughs> I had had things when I was younger that I, you know, not proud of. And then, you know, not, nobody really knows about it or anything. But I, uh, you know, 
I did things. There were things I was not proud of. And uh, so I was glad to get, get baptized. At least I got it. According to God's plan, I got a new clean start after 84 years. Well, that's not too bad. I mean, uh, <clears throat> but anyway, I often wonder about people if they think about that, how important that maybe is to them. It's not, I don't believe that it overrides the fact that if you believe in Jesus Christ, like he said, you would have eternal life. Now, I, but he did say become baptized, get baptized, believe in me and be baptized. In other words, believe in me and get cleaned up. So, you know, I'm the only one in my family who's baptized. The rest have been sprinkled, you know, when there were babies christened. Now, a lot of them consider that to be baptized, but what good is that? They haven't done anything. They haven't got anything to, to uh, uh, be washed away or sins to be covered. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a Catholic thing, and I don't believe in that at all. I think you have to be an adult person to be baptized. And uh, there's a few things that uh, God requires, not, not, uh, not things that you have to jump up and do all the time, but mostly they're uh, spiritual way things due to the fact that he wants you to believe exactly what he did and why he came here and who sent him here and why. <clears throat> and uh, you, have to, you have to have that before you qualify in his in his way. Well, anyway, uh, that's just a little blurb today. I'd like to just uh, leave you with that. And the thing is, think about it. I can't do anything for you, that's for sure. And uh, you'd have to do this on your own. And I'd like you, you know, if you do, let me know. I'd appreciate it if you did. Anyway, that's it for now. Goodbye and God bless you.